Hello, and welcome to a stabilizing edition of the Drywall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. With me today, Shane Larson, inventor of The Platformer. The Platformer is a unique tool that fastens to the wall, holding your scaffold in place. And it's expensive to go out and actually show people. I really yeah. appreciate this podcast for that reason. I'm actually going to be able to show people uh, yeah. on a different platform where I can't travel from state to state. It's just not cost effective. Shane is a fantastic guy and we find a lot of common ground discussing marketing and distribution. Shane has a fantastic following on Facebook. He is in 60 plus locations with the platformer and we also talk a lot about safety. The Drywall Podcast is brought to you by Fresco Harmony. Fresco Harmony making walls better since 2004. If you'd like more information about Fresco Harmony or any of the topics discussed during this podcast, you can reach out to me directly at info at frescoharmony.com. Without further ado, Shane Larson, the 16th podcast on the Drywall Podcast. Let's get into it. Good morning. Shane Larson. How you doing, man? Good. How are you? Good. Inventor of the platformer. Yeah. Third generation drywall finisher. Yeah. And where are you out of? I'm just south of Okotoks, or south of Calgary in a little town called Okotoks. I don't know how I am can't avoid uh, interviewing Canadians. You're the, <laughs> you're the third one. Right on. It's okay. It's okay. You guys seem pretty cool up there. Yeah. No, we uh, we stay pretty cool up here for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Figuratively and literally. Literally, yeah. Yeah, cool. Let me dive right in here. Um, have you done a podcast yet? No, I haven't. No, and not at all. The other, the other question I always ask is, have you listened to the Drywall Podcast? Absolutely. I do yeah, my you have. My friend. <laughs> nice. Which one did you listen to? Uh, quite a few, actually. Um, oh, really? Yeah. No, I, you know, obviously the first one there with Papa Duggins. And, oh, yeah. And uh, all the way down the line. I, I find it quite interesting because a lot of these characters yeah. um, I've spoken to through my, you know, yeah. my Facebook groups and stuff like that. So it's interesting to see a face, right? It is. And also there, there's something more to seeing the person um, and getting a little bit of their backstory. And as a drywaller, it's interesting to me, like, how'd you get into the trade, you know? Yeah. What you know, and then also to come up with something cool, you know, like that. There's a story there. Oh yeah, um, definitely a story there. And it's a lot harder for me to be like, dude, your product sucks when I'm <laughs> <laughs> when I'm talking to somebody that has a family. Yeah. And, and that like put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, like myself, into right. a, into a product, you know that uh, that we're trying to push, and we're just trying to. You know, we're just trying to further the industry and make it better for everybody. Absolutely. We have a lot in common that way. Yeah. Um, I want to read something here. It's pretty cool that you're so the platformer can be found on platform 
platformersolutions.com. Yes, sir. And it retails for about 399 bucks. And I'll explain it the way I explain it. And then I'll read uh, what you have on your website. So to right. me, it solves the problem of I'm putting scaffolding up in a stairwell or difficult to reach area. And it's, right. a, it's a secure tool to hold my, uh, I use a telescoping plank. So it works yeah. great for that. Um, hold it in place so that uh, I'm a little safer. And right. and also if there's nothing else to brace to. Right, right. First off, um, it's 305 US. A lot of, okay. Because I'm Canadian, a lot of people okay. are mistaken. Um, and it does make the difference. I'm yeah. in the trades myself, so I get it. Yeah. That uh, 100 bucks does make a difference. Yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> well, let me just back up and start out by saying, this was invented to solve a problem in which I was handling all the time as well. Like anyone in our industry knows that half the time we walk into a job site, the first thing we're doing is we're walking over to the difficult area and going, oh, geez, how am I going to set that up? Yeah. Right. And and I did it for 20 years the same way. And I went, OK, I'll, I'll put a scaffold there and I'll run a ladder there and I'll run a plank there. And I started doing bigger and bigger houses and they just started getting more complex. Yeah. And, you know, they start rounding them off and throw a skylight above it. Yep. And, you know, the architects aren't even thinking about the guys that got to work up there. Yep. So I ran into one job where <laughs> it's really hard to imagine how hard this was. It was like an octagon shaped stairwell. Okay. Yep. That had a little bit of a jaunt out from the wall. Okay with windows in between each one and a spiral staircase to a cone ceiling. Beautiful. Okay, so it had <laughs> two scaffolds from the basement set up, but one of the one of the legs on the scaffold was on a two by four. Yeah. It was bent like this and a big old red flag that the safety officer had put on there. And uh -oh. they said, get up there and do it. And I would have had to done or do a ladder for each one of those inner offsets, all the way up, two stories, and there was zero money to be made, along with the fact that right. life on the line. And well, that's a good point. From a sales standpoint, that's where the platformer pays for itself in one use. Well, exactly. You know, it, 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 so I had to turn down my first job. I, I'd never turned down a job. I just tackle it and, and find it like challenge. And I'd be like, yeah, I'll make this happen. But I had to turn this one down. And uh, it really racked my brain, man. I went, there's got to be an easier way to do this. And, um, you know, six years later and all the development and engineering that's gone into it, we've come up with this product that I use, not, not just because I'm biased, but I use it because it just solves so many problems in, in so many ways. Yeah. Uh, and you don't realize it until you actually get up there and start using it. Yeah. You know, it, it, it just, it's another part of the equation is the way I like to look at it. And you, um, so did, were you using like two by four screws? Oh, yeah. Ball? yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And that's, everyone that's... knows that feeling, right? Like, you yeah. Go out there and you're going, mm, you reef on it, you pull on it, you've, you put like 20 screws into it or nails or whatever, and you refund this thing. You think yeah. you're doing good. Yeah. But then when you walk out there, you never feel safe. No. 
No. No. Um, what? Real quick. Let me let me read this. Seventy deaths per year and five thousand injuries per year directly related to scaffold setups, and seventy two percent planks giving away. So where did you get those numbers? Okay. So I work really closely with the safety community. Obviously, it's uh, it's one of the biggest parts of platformer. You know, you walk into a job site and the safety officer is going to say, what the heck is that? Well, union, I, in my experience, union, right. I mean, if you're if you're peace rate or whatever, mm-hmm. they just want it done. But in the union, right, they're checking and looking and you have to have your your stuff in order. Right. So there's lots of different stats and they uh, fluctuate. But the number one that everyone needs to know is that the number one cause of death on the job site by far by two thirds is falling from heights. Okay. And a lot of that is is contributed to falling in stairwells. Um, exactly the same setups that we do every day. And and it's people turning a blind eye to that that's caused me to get more involved in the safety community sure. and try to almost mandate something safer because everyone you talk to, they go, oh my God. Like, like at first, if they don't know about the platformer, they they'll go, okay, what's that? And they'll be, you know, they'll be like kicking the, the tires on it. But as oh, soon yeah. as you introduce it and you show it to them and they find out it's an engineered product, they change everything because they would have to walk on the job site and go, what do you do? Like, what am I going to make a guy do? Um, and we've all been there when they walk in and you go, well, how else am I supposed to set up the stairwell? Mm-hmm. But now with the platformer, you actually have an engineered product that they can endorse right? Where before there was nothing. Okay. And uh, endorsed like this, uh, this Chris Bauer fella. Exactly. And you know what? I've traveled, like I started in Canada, traveled from BC across. I don't know if you're familiar with Canada, but all the way over to the East (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, and, and visited with every different province and their safety regulations are different. But one thing is the same is it has to be an engineered product. So when right? you tra- when you travel across Canada, where are you going? Man, all over the place. Trade shows, uh, okay. safety meetings. Um, I met with the Minister of Labor. I okay. uh, you name it. Like I'm I'm very proactive. Yeah. I think that this product is something that needs to be on the job site to, you know, if I even save one life. You know, it's okay, boring. was that so? Is that a shift though, sort of in consciousness around your product to where when it first started out, it was a I need to make this because it sort of solves a problem to wow, this can really impact the construction industry Absolutely. in a positive way by saving. I mean, these numbers seem a little high to me that they were all based on uh, like falls. I mean. You know, you get you get accidents in other ways on the job site, but that right. seems pretty high. Yeah, Seventy. That's what I said. Man. Seventy deaths a year falling off a scaffold. That's that's pretty extreme. It and it's actually more than that now. It's getting yeah. worse. Sure. Is, um, once again, they're changing things to be more elaborate. Like everything you look at, they they got the new design for the stairwell, and it just things are getting harder. And once again, that fall statistic also goes off of other types of falls. It could even mean falling off a, a sawhorse and hitting your head. So yeah, yeah. That stat is really high because there's it's just such a wide spectrum. 
I remember being in the union. I think it was four feet. You had to have handrails. Is that is, is that <laughs> <And> still? <laughs> it, it is, man. Like just I've got a four. I've parts. got a four foot like bench. You know <laughs> that I that I like just run around on that thing. You know all day long. It's like yeah. you know, and if you get tippy, it's like I just jump off. You know, and right? Like... <laughs> and and there's so many different situations that you could try and make safer, but it's really up to the guy running the show. Right. What, uh, what's your take on the dudes that are walking the stilts and they're going out on the well for <laughs> there's two there's two stilt scenarios that always amuse me yeah. one is when the guys walk on the stilts out onto the scaffold mm-hmm. um that one makes me a little nervous although maybe i've done it <laughs> not recently I, i'd be a liar if i said i didn't get out there myself yeah so. yeah and then the other one is when they jack them way up when they tie the stilts together and they're like yeah. they're like 50 feet in the air on a vaulted ceiling uh what's your thoughts on that well, bad, I, bad idea we've all been, <laughs> we've all been forced <laughs> to do things we didn't feel safe doing right and, and that's one of those scenarios and that's the first thing that comes to mind is that guy is a worker on someone's job site that his boss said, I need you to do this or else you're not getting paid. And those scenarios, that culture is what yeah. drives me nuts. When guys are advertising it on the on the, the Facebook, yeah. uh, I just, it blows my mind that the guy taking the picture is probably the boss. You know, he's like, oh, look at this guy. Yeah, but it's also like, uh, you know, if I'm working piece rate, like that boss doesn't care. I, I'm doing it because I'm getting the job done quicker and I'm making more money. Yeah. You know, I think those are more the scenarios where these dudes are getting thrown into houses and they're just like, let's get it done. Strap yeah. those stilts together. And the boss is kind of like, I don't want to see it if you guys get <laughs> hurt that's yeah. on you, you know? So right. the boss gets to wash his hands a little bit. Um, and the, you know, again, it goes back to the price of, you know, what drywallers make, you know, square footage wise versus, you know, how fast they have to work to achieve the work. And right. then, you know, I, cause I, 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 I read the responses to the platform and it's like, Oh, I don't have time to set that up. Right. You know? So but, um, in response to that, I, that question's quite common. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these responses are people that have never tried the product. And a lot of them are harmless and really nice comments. Yeah. But a lot of them are people that just are, they just don't know. And yeah, I would love to be able to just teleport to them, put it in their hands and say, go set that up and then go set up a scaffold, a ladder and a plank and tell me which one's better. Because I've done it hundreds of times and I'll tell you, it's quick it's easy and you have no obstructions whereas a scaffold like in some of my videos i've got all this beadwork that's running through the bottom where my scaffold is so i'm trying to hawk and trowel through the scaffold trying to carry my buckets up the stairs through a ladder and plank no that's a good point oh yeah i've been there i've been there because we cover the whole wall so you've got to get all aspects whereas that scaffold wouldn't be in the way that's a good point yeah and and once you learn that like the people that are saying that will go, oh, I get it. It might seem quicker in the initial setup, right? Or or slower. But in the whole scheme of things, you leave it set up. You don't have to take that ladder and plank down and lock it up over in another room. You leave everything set up and you can walk up and down it. You can run your boxes. You start seeing the time savings yeah, in yeah. setting it up this way. So it's really hard to change the culture because a lot of yeah. guys are stubborn in this trade, man. You know that they, yeah. they, uh, you know, like some of these guys have been doing it so long. It's like when they brought seatbelts in, 
nobody they were like i've been driving my whole life yeah. never gotten a car accident yeah and it's point. like well does that not mean you're not going to hit a pole tomorrow yeah you know accidents happen yeah i was a seatbelt resistor too uh let's let's back up a little bit shane larson so your grandfather was a drywaller did he like run his own business um did he work for somebody no he ran his own business for a while um he 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 had two sons and my dad and my uncle okay with them as well nice. so <clears throat> my old man ray taught me everything okay. and uh got me involved in the trade I hated it when I was a kid. You like everyone does. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to go to work, Dad. You know, screw yeah. this. But I like I like Chad Hesher's story. Chad's Chad's like, yeah, I went to work for five days for a friend of mine doing drywall, and he's like, well, I'll never do that again. You know, <laughs> and here he is, like ten years later, running a company. It's pretty funny. Yeah. That's that's funny you say that because that's usually what you think when you work for your dad. You're like, oh, yeah, I yeah. never do this when I'm older. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it just I started seeing the positive in it, and uh, I got good at it. People started, you know, wanting me around and I started mm -hmm. being sought after. And next thing you know, I'm doing, you know, big million dollar homes and running a big crew. And it, so it, did it you, the whole thing. did you take your, uh, company from your dad? Did you, did you run your own company? You worked no, for your dad for no, a little while? No, he, he taped, uh, until a couple of years ago, he had an accident and actually fell off some scaffold and hurt himself pretty bad. Okay. Uh, broke his whole shoulder up and he's still dealing with it now but you know uh he was running his own thing just the same as i was and my brother as well is doing the same thing okay uh, uh we we just kind of split up and went our own ways there was enough work for uh, us all to do that so um yeah and then um he fell and and uh unfortunately he's not going to be able to work again that's a bummer yeah it's a bummer and this is you know, I hate to say it, but this is what eventually happens to people that are, you know, like when you just, things aren't safe in some areas. There's just these gray areas, right? Yeah. And, you know, dad's was an accident and one that clearly can happen to any of us. Um, but yeah. Yeah. but I'm, I'm getting, um, I'm getting videos and, and direct messages and people are saying stories to me that are just unbelievable, you know, reaching one last inch in a high area. You grab a bucket and you're like 50 feet up and you stand right. on a, you stand on a bucket and you're instantly like that little, that little voice inside your head is like, you should not be doing this right now. So yeah, that old school way I've, I've been taught to, like my dad learned the old school way. Um, and so, you know, the, the things that we see, it's nothing compared to what they dealt with. And that's why a lot of the old timers are really resistant to change because they just, they, they grew up seeing the worst of it. And mm -hmm. some of the comments I get are because they're like, ah, you know, that's nothing. I've done this and I've done that. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, okay. So Shane Larson is, um, you, you branched out on your own mm -hmm. and you had, you had a drywall company. What was the name of that company? Dracar Interiors. Dracar Interiors. And that's out yeah. of, out of where? Calgary. Calgary, Canada. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, just sounds neat. Uh, <laughs> the Viking ship on a on a Viking, um, you know how that the very front they've got the one with the dragon on the front. Yeah, yeah, that's what a Drakar is. A Drakar, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Neat, neat. Yeah. Uh, and what's the woman? 
There's always the woman on the front. I, I, I don't think that's Norwegian or Icelandic. I think that's okay. more British. That's what I think that is. Calgary, Canada. And you do you have a lot of French-speaking people? No, we're over here in the West. Okay. Um, you know, we still have the accent, obviously. We'll say A and stuff like that. Or, yeah, yeah. You, you can pick it up. I, rec um, I recognize it. But, yeah, I, you know. I, I, when I'm down on vacation or something, I barely even notice you guys are different than us. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's slight. Over in the East, you definitely hear it. Yeah. Um, so uh, are you still running that company? Uh, as of about six months ago, I put the tools down okay. to pursue platformer full time. Good for you. Good for you. And, you know, it's a big, big challenge because it's quite the shift. Uh, I'm used to. Yeah. I, one thing is I'm not used to sitting in front of a computer all day. Well, it sort of kicks that hustle into high gear. Oh, my God. Does it? <laughs> and and. I'll tell you, I'm one of the people that I would come on the job site, I would look at a homeowner, I'd shake their hand, they would be happy with my word. But now as sales continue, there's a lot of things that you have to change the way the way you adapt to other people. Like the other people talking to you, a lot of them will tell you one thing and and just do another. And that's an aspect of the industry that I'm not used to. Are you I'm, talking specifically sales? Yeah, specifically. Like, oh yeah, we want the platformer in our store. We're gonna, yeah. we're definitely gonna have you. And then it's this like, like game changing and then and then nothing happens. Really, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then and then it goes dead. And then yeah. oh yeah, and then they'll call you back and go, oh yeah, I forgot about that. It's, yeah, you it's gotta like stay. Difference. You got you gotta stay on them. Uh, yeah. With the district, you're talking specifically sales versus a homeowner. That's like, I need my house drywalled. No yep. brainer. Versus right. a distributor that's like, you know taking on another product is a pain in my ass or dragging it along way too long. Um, you know, it's like talking to the dragons and the dragon's den all the time. You know, you're sitting there pitching your product. They love it. They love it. And then you're like, well, let's go. But with that being said, I did run into quite a few people that in this industry that have really, um, exceeded my expectations and good. GMS or, or GTS, sorry, in the Northwest yeah. of the US uh, is one of them. They, man, they picked up Platformer and they're running with it. They love G it. GTS. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and, before we get too much into sales, though, I want to talk a little bit about this shift and development of the product because sure. my my, uh, my inventor brain kind of loves that <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, so you had this idea, you were like, I want to make a platform for that goes on the wall that you can mount your, uh, your, your scaffold to where do you start with something like that? Do you know, engine engineers? I mean, obviously you have to have that engineering, uh, somebody helping you or working with you that has an engineering background because you're right. talking load bearing right. safety, which is a big deal. Uh, where do you start there? Okay, so number one, obviously, is coming up with the art, the art of the project. This is what I come up with. Uh, next was to partner with someone that has experience doing big business because this now, is you, so you're you're saying you would work on logo before you would work on like product development. No, no, let me explain. Okay, uh, the art is basically proof that you came up with that concept first. Okay. So you, I would just on paper, uh, I, I do have a bit of an art background I okay. did in high school. So I'd literally just draw the product, what I see in my mind, what I envision, how it works. 
Okay. And then with that, you take that to a patent lawyer. So that patent lawyer will see the date on it. And okay. that will be your initial art because someone could see that artwork or hear my idea and try and copy it. And it happens all the time. Someone just, you know, doesn't zip their lips yeah. and someone gets it and they run with it. And then they did, uh, I imagine they did a patent search. Would yeah. Be the first yeah, step. We got some good uh, patent lawyers out here. Um, they really did a great job. Um, they, they, you know, it can be quite pricey to get that patent search done. Yeah. But once you clear that patent search, you're, you know, sky's the limit from there. Because then now you apply for it. That takes a long time. I think yeah. that took us five years. So you're patent, patent pending for a long time. Yep. Yeah. And so you have a utility patent. Uh, intellectual patent. Intellectual patent. Okay. That cool. means that if anyone tries to copy the idea of platform or, 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 or even something that mounts to the wall for a plank, okay, we're covered. Neat. Neat. Yeah. Um, we were how, how much, if you don't mind, how much all in uh, with uh, intellectual property would you say? You <laughs> Nick, it's still going. Okay. <laughs> it's still going. Right I now. got, I got really ran through the cleaners on intellectual property. I learned quite a bit, but I lost a lot of money. Um, so yeah. just, just for, for people out there that are looking to patent something, be cautious. Uh, Absolutely. You, know, you really want to uh, affirm you can trust. Yeah. And just to check the patent and, and have the reassurance that nothing's there is in Canadian money, about $5,000 just to check it. Okay. And, and and then from there it like the the, the bills keep coming in you know mm -hmm. we tried going for the patent in um well we had to pick where we wanted the patent right obviously canada and the us yeah and patented in australia as well okay but we tried doing uk and the uk has so many little provinces and territories yeah man the numbers on that are incredible yeah so we we actually backed out of that because most of the building structures over there are brick and uh, really wouldn't apply here. Okay. Okay. So you've got, uh, you have some security behind your idea. Next yep. step is let's make a prototype. How do you, how do you do that? Well, the next step is actually, I, a big part of this company too, I should mention are, are my other family members, my father-in-law, Dave. Okay. I went to him with the, the art and he's got a huge business background. Um, okay. He, he's done a lot of business. So I needed someone with that because me, I'm just, I'm just the inventor. I need somebody that can do the other side of the, the business. Sure. And I sat down with him and he just, he had such confidence in me. He said, you know what, Shane, let's do it. Nice. And he said, let's rock and roll. So we brought in my wife and his wife and we're, we're the four of us are platformer solutions. Okay. So he, and he, did he put up some capital, some upfront capital? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So then you have your, your first tool design, your first design. Um, what did that, what did you have to hire a company to build that first prototype? Yeah, we do know a couple of people that were able to help us, but they were very rough prototypes. Uh, we did one out of um, 3D printer when we finally got a design together. So we did hit a bunch of engineers. Okay. Um, we, we, we met with a lot, man, just the process alone Yeah. Of, of every day having a meeting with someone and and working nights and everything just to get a prototype together. Yeah, yeah. It was very daunting. Yeah. And then and then everyone we met with had different ideas and and we just started molding things and it went from this to this to this and and it just grew into this in my opinion I don't think there's much we can do 
to further this product right now. It's, uh, I like the way it looks. Um, and I like the blue and orange. Uh, yeah. So yeah. from this point, we get our design together and we go to an engineering company. They build yep. roller coasters out of the U.S. Okay. Very prestigious company that we were very impressed with. Yeah. A little costly, but yeah. we know that this is a product that people are going to be putting their life on the line for. I'm sure you would also, they could give you ratings that you could yep. put on the packaging or tell people this is rated to X amount. You know, oh, yeah. you can have, you know, your biggest fella on the team can walk on this and they're not going to fall. We did rigorous testing. So they do a, a stress test in 3D, like in a 3D environment. Okay. And on the computer. And basically the, the engineers, they just sit there and they stress it and they stress it and they stress it. And and they put a ton of weight on it, a ton of weight on it. Cool. Uh, they actually call it overbuilt. Um, okay. Because, because the, the planks and everything we're standing on will not handle the weight that the platformer can handle. Okay. So, so we... We we tweaked it. That that uh, teles that telescoping plank all the way out is going to buckle before it comes off the wall. Right, and not only that, the uh, the weight dispersal is is a big thing that people don't think about when they say, "Well, you know, I I weigh three hundred pounds and I wouldn't put that on there." Well, there's also a dispersal uh, thing that comes with it, right? So it's not when we tested it, we literally test a pinpoint pushing down at that weight okay. whereas a big guy will be on two feet so it disperses the weight right? yeah 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 so all these things were tested and uh so the engineering firm they come up we, we go back and forth i'd say six months to a year back and forth on this design and finally we come up with something we really liked okay, okay. from this point we now have to find somebody that can either anodize or we we looked at other things like just having it maybe welded and then powder coated mm -hmm. or even a plastic mold being built. What does that mean anodized? Uh, so what happens is the metal is, you know, obviously the silver. So when it goes in, it does um, like an electrical current through it. So they'll okay. put a, uh, like a hook here and a hook here okay. and they run a current through it while it's in a, in an acid bath Crazy. and it'll, it'll dye the color of the metal. Okay. And and just how precise the engineers were, they had to take into account the like the the tiniest fraction of number in order because when you anodize the acid bath actually takes a little bit off of it. So it they had to take that number into account while they were doing this. It's really quite amazing so cool. what they can do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I was just going to say, now that you have the tool, like it comes off the assembly line, you get the first one. How many of these do you make? Oh, geez. Um, and did you did? And also two part question. Did you drum up interest prior to getting it made to decipher how many you wanted to make or or was it like, uh, we're going to make 500 and try to sell them? No, we didn't drum anything up. We were full tilt at this point. Okay. What we had to do was we were we had a minimum that we were allowed to do through the company that we ended up getting the metal from. Okay. So what, what was the minimum? Uh, I believe it was 2,000 feet of, of whatever. So the beam of this, it had to be 2,000 feet. Okay. How, how wide How wide is the Or 2,000 pounds, sorry. My apologies. 2,000 pounds. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So how many did that tool? Um, so as of right now, we were just under a thousand. Okay. 
Um, Seems like a good number. Yeah, yeah, but this it's mixed match parts. So okay, like, the, beam, <laughs> the beam you you order a certain amount of weight, it doesn't weigh nearly as much as this one, right? So we had to order a different amount of this one. So yeah, so currently we're in production of more beams okay. because we have more anchors. Yeah, right? that makes sense. So yeah, it was. It, it's really quite confusing because they go off of so many different things and they're used to doing huge amounts. It's the same company that does, yeah. you know, they do huge amounts of metal and then yeah, they get yeah. out. it's like, what this do you is, want? You guys are small potatoes. Um, so, so you had the, you had enough for around a thousand. Uh, where do you start when you go to market those and sell them? Uh, <laughs> well, number one is safety. Uh, the safety officers were definitely huge, but okay, we, are you getting sales through the safety people? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. A, a lot of them endorse it. The hard part is exposure. So that's where I come in and I'd have to travel around the city and start showing people and introducing the product and saying, hey, can I just show you, uh, give me five minutes of your time. I can just show you how this works. And and I, I still to this day haven't had one that would need it up. You know, like uh, if anything, they helped us with the product because they'd say things like, um, you know, like the U-bolt that comes on it, they, they'd say, you know, I'd really like to see that locked in uh, better. And we go, okay, that's a great idea. So in our kit, we provide a U-bolt now or, yeah. you know, just the little things like moving. Yeah. I feel like the U-bolt wasn't a part of the original when I first start, saw you start to market. Now, now right. it is. I really like the locking mechanism too. It pre also prevents that uh, telescoping scaffold you paid whatever for yeah. from, from walking off. That's kind of cool. Well, and that's through test. I did find some people to test. So I had about 10 different taping companies test this for me. Okay. And one guy in particular, an old boss of mine, Ted, he said to me, you know, if I'm paying 300 bucks for a tool, I don't want to leave it on site. And I'm right. Like, okay. right. So our original did not have that, that hole, our original prototype. So we ended up coming up with the locking one of the screw holes so it's no longer the low-hanging fruit you gotta really work for it right right yeah it would do really well uh i worked in crested butte colorado doing high-end ski and ski out homes uh you know big big homes with those mm -hmm. weird stairwells i mean my boss over there he would have you know used this on every job like you know every job had a section that was just a pain in the ass yeah for yeah. sure so, so, the, so you, so you went, you gave 10 away. What was your feedback on the 10 units that you sort of gave away? Um, well, it was interesting. It was all good. Don't get me wrong, but sure. it was interesting how they applied and used it because at that point we really had no instructions. It was, uh, you anchor it to the wall, yeah. you know, let's see what they do with it. One guy had the one anchor in the wall and then the beam sticking straight out and the plank was on top of that. Oh, sure. And I walked yeah, on site and I was like, like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? It's holding my weight. I said, that's not what this is. You don't do it like that. Right. It probably was because of the engineering, but man, you're putting a lot of load on the outside of that. So, yeah, so yeah, obviously it has to be, be worked. So, so then maybe you included like a uh, little how-to sheet. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don'ts of the platformer. <laughs> <laughs> like nice. everything you need to know about how to set up a platformer right step-by-step -step instructions 
Well, I'm really impressed by like the logo, your banner behind you, the professionality of the product itself and how well it looks. It, it's it's really that. it looks that, it looks great. A lot of I, gotta, I know that a lot of work goes into that. I got to give that to a friend of ours, family friend, Mark Cromwell. He's a local artist. Shout out to Mark. Yeah, he's he's so so talented. Like he he we sit down with them and we go, we have this vision, and boom, he put it on paper, and we're like, wow. So is he like a graphics dude? Yeah, he does a lot of the, like Starbucks, he'll paint the side of the Starbucks and stuff like that. Okay. Statues. He's just, he's an excellent artist. Did he draw this, uh, the dude sitting on the edge of the platform? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, all of our, um, like all of our marketing, this guy here, everything is all, all Mark. I love it. So, so you give a few away. It's kind of working. Maybe it's not flying off the shelf like you thought, but it's it's you're getting you're getting you're starting to get feedback. You're starting to work your marketing. Right. Um, wh- where are we at today? I mean, did you start right after that? Did you start targeting uh, distributors like you know the drywall shops? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's what I did do because I do know a lot of them. Uh, yeah. So you sitting down for lunch and saying, "Hey, can I?" Can, do you mind if we put up a display or, you know, like there's okay. a here in Calgary, they were our first uh, distributor. They did, they, they put it up. It's still up there today. And nice. They love it. Like, so it, you had a, you had a relationship with a distributor in Cal in Calgary, obviously because you're a drywaller, right? You have a relationship with the, with the manager there, whatever you're like, Hey, can we, can we, uh, you know, promote this a little bit? Yep. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, and not to mention, I was a user of their products as well. So, okay. you know, like I, I was a devoted customer and they're going, yeah. Shane's been around forever. Let's help him out. You know, he's a small family run business. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we sold a bunch through there. And then. And I so that distributor is, that distributor is still selling. Maybe that was your first distributor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they're still selling um, the platformer. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool. So, so the distributors are having success. I mean, it would be cool. This is also a tool where it's like, if I saw it and held it, you know, like you Absolutely. feel the girth of it and also the professionalism of, of the product and how it's built and packaged. It's kind of one of those products where it's like, oh, this is pretty cool. When Corey sent me the uh, tech dry tool, it's like, once I felt it, I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty this is pretty badass, you know, it's like built well. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And see, that's what guys like that's <clears throat> what you get from platformers. We didn't cut any, we couldn't cut corners because it's, you're going up there, you yeah. know, who knows how high it, And a lot of people say that to me about price and, and it's like, it's not a cheap product. You do not buy a Mercedes and expect to pay, you know, 10 grand for it. You're, you're going to spend the money because you're getting a quality product that you will never have to buy again. Well, and also don't discredit the fact that it's family owned and made and, you know, made in Canada. And it's like, you know, we're not making thousands and thousands of them in China or something. This is like, exactly. This is something when you you buy a platformer, you're paying for ballet lessons. You know, (laughs) this isn't like a, this isn't like a large corporation that's like just pumping these things out at millions, millions of dollars to blow in marketing. I don't think people really think about that when they look at a product and like, Oh, 300 bucks, 400 bucks. It's like, dude, somebody made this man, you know, blood, sweat and tears working nights and like and going to work during the day and then coming home and working nights and 
it, like if they only knew, and I don't like to push that on people because, you know, obviously I got myself into it. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. they knew, I think they would, you know, react a little differently then go straight to attack, you know, ask some questions. Yeah. Well, it's a philosophy. It's a philosophy of like, you know, buy local, you know, support, Mm -hmm. support, you know, local people, you know, support, support people. And to me, it's like, this is a community, a drywall community. Like let's support our fellow drywall guy. You know, I like the fact that you're a drywall guy. I'm not talking to a framer who came up with this idea. And the reason it's, a drywall guy is because we got to be up there. A painter didn't come up with this. You, you know, painters can <laughs> use, you can spray up there. You can use an extension pole. Drywall yeah. guy has to be on the wall. They have to That's be right. safe. They have to be up there. So it's only natural that a drywall guy came up with this idea, you know? Yeah. And you know what? That's another thing that reminds me. Um, a lot of people have come up with an idea like this. I hear that quite a bit. Oh, sure. I thought of that years ago. I thought of that years ago. Yeah, and yeah. I, my response is, I guess I'm just the idiot that did something about it. Yeah. And also like, like, dude, you should be a millionaire. And it's like, well, <laughs> you know, that would be nice, but yeah, that'd be lovely. That'd be, I, I, that, that would be lovely, but I'm, I'm in the same boat, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, the resistance and like, yeah, the pro it works. It's a great idea. Um, you know, of course, yeah, everyone's grandma thought of it 10 years ago, but like <laughs> nobody, nobody did it, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, so the platformer today, uh, you're in, how many distributors are you in? So we're in, oh geez, I'm starting to lose count because we, we branch Beautiful. off to distributors and then it goes to retailers. Okay. And, um, so as of today, I think we're in 60 plus. Wow. That's plus fantastic. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, we, we partnered with, um, I don't know if you've heard of Circle Brand. Yes. Here in Canada. But remind me, remind me about Circle Brand. Circle Brand. They do a lot of knives, a lot of tools, uh, super tapers. They've got a big variety of tools and they're really, they're big, big up here in Canada. Uh, is that Kayla? Canada. Is Kayla a big Circle Brand girl? Yeah. 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 Okay. For sure. Yeah. And um, yeah, we, we partnered with them on, on some sales. So they're t- kind of taking over to the eastern part of Canada, and and then now we're slowly moving down into the U.S. And like I mentioned earlier, we're in the northwest of of uh, the United States. Uh, we just just started actually in 24 okay. locations down there. And how and, did you how did you acquire that uh, distribu- distribution relationship? <laughs> Cold calling, my friend. Love it. I, I I sit here and I'll just like I like I said, I'm really proactive. I'll get on the phone and I'll just call drywall companies and introduce You guys are so inspiring. I'm so lazy about that shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, out there and pushing it. And I'm like, oh, that's so cool. That's so smart. And it's like, you just have to do it. (laughs) I called a store down in um, Washington, I think. And what I asked for was, do you have any big contacts, drywall companies in the area? And, And like you said, it's intimidating and you're... You know, you're, you just got to do it. And then, you don't want to, you don't want to bother anyone. I, and that's the thing I hate. <laughs> I don't want to be a pest. I'm like, I listen, I, I'm a taper myself. I deal with guys like you all the time. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I can talk the talk with them, but yeah. they, they get so annoyed. Half of them hang up on you. Half of them are like, yeah, yeah, I'll take you, send me something. And then they ignore you. 
Yeah. But anyway, I got one bite at uh, at G or GTS, and the yeah. guy said, whoa, 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 you're not going to sell to those guys. We're going to sell to those guys. I'll give you a number of this guy, and it right. was Marty Smith out of GTS. And uh, we sat down, had a conversation, man. The guy was so cool about it. He's just so supportive. He 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 had my back right away. He believed in the product and he followed through with it, which is hard to find. Yeah. To actually follow through. You yeah. Know? Shout out to Marty Smith. Marty, Smarty. Marty Smith for sure. And he's out of Washington State. Uh yeah, I think he's uh Wilsonville, somewhere in there. That's my old stomping ground. Yeah. So Wilsonville put, is uh I think that's Oregon, just Oregon, across yeah, just yeah, across yeah. the river. But uh yeah, I'm from Washington State originally. Yeah, so they uh, he's just been supportive, nothing but great. And and I if I'm gonna give another shout out, do you yeah. guys use Hamilton products at all? Uh do they have Hamilton down here? I think they do. I'm familiar with Hamilton. Because I, I used the product myself when I was taping. Okay. Uh, and and there is nothing better. And anyone that uses it says the same thing. I sound like an infomercial. I'm yeah. not trying to, but my- You're talking mud, right? Yeah. One of my distributors, like one of the, the salesmen, uh, we became friends. And it turns out he's married to my dad's cousin. <laughs> okay. So now I call him Uncle Rick. Okay. Crazy. So Uncle Rick was along for the ride. He introduced me with, to a lot of people in the industry. Rick's and with one, uh Rick's with Hamilton. Yep. Drywall products. Yep. What, up in what, Canada. What's his last name? Wood. Rick Wood. Okay. It's Jason Barnes. That's Jason Barnes. Yeah. And, and is he affiliated with Marty Smith? He he no. He um he's with Hamilton. Oh, okay. So he takes care of all of the the western US. So I got a hold of him and set him a platformer and he's been helping out big time. He he's just basically taking it around to all these shows that he does. Because they know and everybody. Exactly. And he's popping it in front of uh, you know, L and W and GMS and all these guys, and they're going, Okay, tell him to give me a call. And okay. I, like, I can't show enough gratitude to these guys because they don't have to do this for me. They're just right. doing it because we're a big community. Yeah, we all help each other out. Well, some of those dudes will do that. Not all of them, but yeah. Um, Joe with Trimtex has been real supportive. Scott with Level Five has been supportive to me. Yeah. Um, you know, I need to find a couple of these dudes though, like yeah. for sure. But you have oh. to do you have to do the footwork to find these guys. Like you right. have to like do that. You know, I you have to find them. The cold calls, man. I really yeah, that do. sucks. Like I'm like. And then I, I'm too cheap to like hire a sales guy, you know. Well, so. I had a, a one one old lady I called. I called a number that I had someone to give me. And I called and she goes, hello. And I go, hi, I'm Shane from Platformer Solutions. I got your number from blah, blah, blah. Just wondering if I can talk to blah, blah, blah about a, a new product. She goes, well, he just died last week. Oh, oh no. So now I'm on the phone with this lady going, like, I'm so sorry. And yeah. you know, to make her feel better. And, yeah. You know, stuff like that happens all the time. Like, you're just yeah. cold calling someone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, That's sales. That's sales, man. Yeah. I'm good at I'm good, good at marketing. This is marketing. I love marketing. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> uh, sales is different though. You know, it's no. just, it's a different, uh, it's a different animal. And it's expensive to go out and actually show people. I really yeah. appreciate this podcast for that reason. I'm actually going to be able to show people uh, yeah. on a different platform where I can't travel from state to state. It's just not cost effective. But it's yeah. such a cool um, avenue for you to share, be like, oh, check out this podcast I did with the Drywall Podcast. I talk yeah. all about the product and yeah. and you can, you know, I answer a lot of questions and you can get to sort of know me that way or I'll share this on Drywall Hand Finishers and be like, hey, you know that platformer you guys have been putting down? Like, yeah. you know, to, the, here's here's an interview with the guy that does it. You know, he's a family man. He's a drywall finisher, third generation. You should check it out, you know? Yeah, and and that's that's what I appreciate is being able to at least be more human. To yeah. Because before people, like, we all know the trolls. You've dealt with them. I deal with them. They're yeah. just there for negativity. But what they don't see is the hundreds of likes and comments and direct messages that say, yeah. Send me one now. I've yep. wanted this product forever. Um, you know, I got guys from Belgium that are ordering in Australia yep. and like. How do you handle, up. how do you handle those sales or are those sales going through distribution? So now, now you're with distributors that can disperse to out of the country. We run an online uh, business as well. So, okay. So order, they just order through our website. Platformersolutions.com. You guys ship globally. Yep. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And and we have too. It's kind of interesting. You gotta Google Translate a lot of the what people are saying to you, and it's pretty interesting. Cool. So, do yeah. you have it's you? You have your wife. Yeah. What does your wife do? Uh, she works for the town of Okotoks, actually that that we live in. Okay. And sorry, and, what what province is that? I'm sorry for my ignorance. Alberta. Alberta. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, and I completely understand. You see, when we were in school, we were taught all You guys did, you should see some of the videos of people trying to describe Canada. Yeah, They're yeah, yeah. Way better than those guys. People think that New Mexico is Mexico yep. in the United States. Yep. yep. Like, it's like, no, no, we're still, we're a part of the United States. Yeah. Just, just called New Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, and then living in Washington, I knew, you know, Vancouver, BC. You know, I knew British Columbia, and yeah. uh, you know, up that way. But uh, I'm learning the provinces as I do more of these and get to know some of the Canadian dudes. You do know. you know the Calgary Stampede? Have you heard of that? I don't think so. No, it's the biggest outdoor show on earth. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it. Yeah, I mean it's va maybe I've heard of it. It's a cowboy show, man. <laughs> it's a cowboy show? Yeah. What do they do at the at the stampede? Lots of rodeo and rides and it's okay. a big event. It's huge. Okay, it's a big rodeo event. It, I think it is the largest outdoor show on earth. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. The Calgary Stampede. Yeah, that it put it on your bucket list, man. Come on up okay. here, I'll take care of you. <laughs> Well, I'm still trying to get into can I get all these inquiries from Canada. A couple of challenges that I've had that you seem to have thwarted is shipping out of country, which maybe oh I'm just which maybe I'm just being lazy, but I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to deal with that. It, it is so daunting. It's probably <laughs> like, one of the hardest nope, things. We're I've just in the United So <laughs> I want to find a distributor in Canada. Like 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 
to just like, okay, this distributor will take Fresco Harmony and then they can disperse, you know, right. up in Canada. That seems much more efficient than me trying to ship and customs and all that. I'm just going right. to concentrate on the United States. That's a big enough pain in the ass. And then I'll I'll find a distributor in Canada eventually, you know. Right. Uh, well, I, I'm going to try and help you out with that because obviously I met a, a, enough of them up here. But right, right. your challenge is finding that truck. That's gone. My challenge is finding Marty Smith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's a great guy, man. He's and, guy. and and more importantly, Rick Wood, if he's working with Hamilton, it's like that's yeah. a no-brainer, dude. This yeah. is this is a color system for mud. Yeah. Yeah. You guys no, could be... Really, really friendly. Uh, yeah. Like I flew out to Vancouver in BC uh to promote the product, and he picked me up from the airport, drove so me around cool. from place to place. He didn't have to do that. He's got a job to do. He was just doing it to help out. That like, was like that, that, that was Rick. That was Rick Wood. Yeah. So yeah. he's at he's out of Vancouver, BC. Yeah. Beautiful city, by the way. Oh like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm heading out there in in like 25 days for a wedding. My sister's getting married, so I'm heading up there. Nice. Shoot, man. So what do you see in the future for the platformer? Um, well, I want to spread out in the U.S. a lot more, obviously. There's just such a huge market. Just the Northwest alone is is proving to be pretty good for us. Yeah, and um, a little more progressive, those Northwesterners. Yeah, and my the <clears throat> hardest thing, I like the, my key thing is exposure. I just need people to know about it because once they get one in their hand and know about it and feel it, yeah, it changes how they think about a stairwell. Uh, even the guys on, like I say to some guys when they comment asshole stuff, I'll yeah. just say, you know, one day you're going to be looking in a stairwell and you're going to go, shit, I should have bought a platformer. Why am I so stubborn? Yeah, or they'll just be using the platformer that somebody else owns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, how do you No, and they'll be like, how do you like this thing? And to me, this is a big deal about products. Um, to me, the product needs to stand alone. Like part of me, part of me is lazy about sales because I want to see when people use Fresco Harmony, like I want them to like it. I want the product to make that drywaller money. Um, right. I want it to stand on its own merit It a little bit. You still have to do sales and marketing, but if that pro the product will sell the market and uh, Gary, I listen to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk. He will say that the, it drives, the market will drive the product. Right. There's so much marketing and sales that we do, but the market will drive it. You, it and what I'm talking about specifically is one dude out in the field that's using the platformer yeah. and another guy or a safety inspector seeing it and being like, what is that? I want to know what that is. That's that is exactly what the groups do for me. It, huge. It, because I can't physically be in the U.S. Right. Those groups, um, you know, like for me to put up a video of what I used last week, is huge exposure for me. Um, it, it's so much easier to do that than go door to door to door because exactly what you're saying. One yep. guy will see it, he'll buy it, and then another guy will see it on site and he'll call and say, "Where did you get that?" Yep. And it, it hopefully snowballs because quite honestly, <clears throat> I haven't had a bad review about the platformer yet. Um, I've nice. had some, some feedback that you know doesn't make sense half the time, but. And we're always yeah, and just to our listening audience, you're not allowed to give uh, a review unless you've actually used the product, correct? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. <laughs> and, and just to be clear, 
wood is not safer than metal. I just had a comment the other day. This guy says, I'll stick to my wood. Yeah. Because it's safer. And I just went, what? Like, did you not see the progression from stilts that were made of wood to aluminum or a ladder that was made of wood to aluminum? That's yeah, and you can't give that any energy too. You got to be like, dude, I respect your opinion, and then I'm I'm gonna move over here. And I don't know if you've experienced this, but really direct energy towards people that are excited about my product and want to use it. I'm not gonna f- concentrate on selling to somebody that that is doesn't want to use it. It's funny because a lot of the guys that I don't mind the comments as long as they're not too hateful. Uh, I'll ignore those ones or just say move along. But yeah. But some of these guys, they just need the right answers to what they're saying. Even though it's negative, like, oh, screw that, I'll use the piece of wood. You just have to educate them on what's what's better for them. And then yeah. they start thinking about it. And then I'll, it's funny, I'll get these messages that are private after they've cut down the product. Yeah. Your private message saying, yeah. hey, man, I'm really sorry about that, but your product's great. Can I order? Right. <laughs> So yeah, you turn them around. You yeah. know. Now, do you do that? I know you've had giveaways. Do you do yeah. how much product do you give away? We, because we're a small family-run company, that's not very cost-effective for right, us. Right, right. You have to charge. Uh, but the biggest thing I do is like because you probably know as well as I do. A lot of these guys are just looking for freebies, and sure. and like I get it. I understand you. You're interested. You're maybe you get a freebie because you got a lot of listeners or a lot right. of viewers on your your social media but we just can't we we're just not there yet when we get bigger um we're definitely going to push more product like i i flew out and met a couple influencers out in toronto and i gave a couple away kyla's got one or two actually has she Uh, done has she done a review yeah yeah she loves it so she's done a video for us she's been nothing but supportive and she's one of the people that definitely have helped with with influencing and and just being a good community like she's always supportive <clears throat> um her and and there's a couple other guys that are just nothing but good you know yeah um, who, who do you got from game, game changer richard's always nice and uh ice feller ice yeah, rock always been good yeah yeah and uh you know there's a dozen others that i'd love to mention but they're not on the top of my head right now sure that's okay that's okay um very cool uh Last, what uh, what would you say to the drywall community if you could tell anything to uh, your brothers and sisters out there doing drywall for a living uh, in the trenches, battling? What what would uh, what would you want to say to them? Um, because platformers' number one goal is safety, I'm gonna say the culture. Don't let the culture put your life in danger. If you feel unsafe up there, if you don't like what you're doing, whether it's in a high area or just stilts or whatever you don't feel like, if you get that feeling, don't do it. I get too many messages from people that have they're never going to work again because they yeah. took a chance. So yep. just work safe, get home to your family. That's all that matters. Yeah, and let me dovetail onto that too. We are responsible for our own bodies. Right. Me, me telling me telling the doctor after I broke my leg that it was my boss's fault is not an excuse. You are responsible for your own safety uh, in this world and, you know, and in construction. Absolutely. You know, we have it, it reminds me of like the crosswalks. There's a crosswalk here that has the sign look 
with two eyes. Like people are, you know, like a car is naturally like just because there's a crosswalk there and you go to walk across the crosswalk doesn't mean the cars are automatically going to stop. Right. We are accountable for our safety and be aware at all yeah. times. <laughs> like, sorry. Yeah, man. Sorry. I'm just tired of like people like and in bikes too, bikes, pedestrians. It's like, look out for cars. Yeah. You know? And don't go putting yourself in a situation that just, when you look back, oh, I'm an idiot. You know, yeah. there's no need to take chances anymore. And that that's no. essentially what platformer is. It's just one tool that will make it a little bit safer for the job site. Okay, the platformer. Where can I find the platformer real quick? Uh, well, GTS stores down in the Northwest US, uh, okay. all across Canada, pretty much. You ask any of the stores in Canada. Cool. Uh, they'll be able to hook you up and uh, online, platformersolutions.com. Okay, and then we can find platformer solutions on. Uh, I just liked your Facebook page. Right. You're, you're on Instagram. Yeah. Platform at Instagram at Instagram. I think I liked you on Instagram. I'll check, but like, uh, there's also TikTok. Do you do TikTok videos? Yes, sir. Yes, cool. sir. Platform and do you do, do you do all that, uh, so, social media stuff? Yeah. <laughs> and you're on LinkedIn. Are you on LinkedIn? LinkedIn? Yeah. YouTube. Yeah. All right. All the majors Twitter. Do you do Twitter? Yeah, I do do some Twitter too. I don't do Twitter. I, but... I, man, it's the hardest one out of all of them. I just, I don't uh, think it's good for what we're doing. <laughs> Probably not. I don't know. I never got into it. I was like, right. I don't, social media I, changes so fast, man. It's just yeah, it's yeah. That's good though. Uh, all those different. Any other any other platforms that our listeners should be aware of? Not really, no. But um, one thing I want everyone to know is, you know, if they have any questions or anything, I'm I'm very active and I'm, I'm checking everything. And I'm trying to be customer friendly and be there. So if they have any questions, they can DM me anytime. Okay. Talk to me on any one of those platformers and I'm open. And then your uh, phone number, I think it's on your website. If you want to give a phone number and email, that's totally fine. Yeah. Email me at shane at platformersolutions.com or 403-710-1889. Cool. Shane Larson, thank you yeah, so man. much for being on the Drywall Podcast today. Um, yeah, great conversation, dude. I'll probably pick your brain a little bit um, about uh, some of the distribution stuff that you've done, but uh, just a pleasure. I just enjoy talking to you guys, and um, it's so cool to see a drywall dude branching out and doing something neat and unique and uh, you know, creating a new tool and safety for our community. It's very cool. Appreciate so, all right, sir, you have a good rest of your day and we'll talk okay. soon. Okay, you too. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Special thanks to Shane Larson for being on the Drywall Podcast today. We appreciate your time. If you'd like to get a hold of Shane, you can find him at shane at platformersolutions.com. With us as always to help with our sponsor the dark lord himself the devil thank you nick today's podcast was brought to you by fresco harmony fresco harmony making walls better since 2004 back to you nick thank you devil that was perfect 
Thank you for joining the Drywall Podcast today. We certainly do appreciate it. And we hope you have a fantastic day. And remember, keep drywalling.